Well, the AFL released their 2024 fixturing today. To find out if the Crows are happy with what they were delivered, we welcome their CEO, Timmy Silvers. Hello, Tim. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're pretty excited. We're pumped with our fixture. We had a good chat about it at the start of the program. Take us through what really appeals to you, what you're up and about with. Oh, look, there's a number of things. But from our end, we were, we were pushing really hard to get some big night clashes on a big stage. So to get Thursday and Friday nights at the start of the season um, rewarded, I think, what we did last year, which we, we played some really good footy, an exciting brand of footy, an attacking style. Um, we got some young kids on the rise. And we felt we deserved um, some more prominence on the big stage. So to be able to get uh, six Thursday and Friday night games in the first 15 was, um, yeah, a really win, a massive win for our members and fans. Five at Adelaide Oval. And we just think, um, yeah, it's, it's good. we're going to need to embrace the expectation because they are marquee time slots. But um, we've got to embrace the pressure so, so we can't wait. Tim, you've been pretty strong for two and a half years now that we need to get the showdown on national free-to-TV with Channel 7 in a primetime slot. You've got Thursday night. How did you win that battle in the yeah. end? Because we know that 7 doesn't like putting two non-Victorian teams on Thursday and Friday night footy. That's a good question, question Roach. I, I nearly don't know. It felt like I was bashing my head against the yeah. brick wall for, for a number of years. Um, but what what I've seen in my, my couple of years is that like, this is the biggest rivalry in footy. Mm. We keep delivering great games. There's a genuine uh, respect, rivalry, hatred, whatever you want to put it, and it, it deserves a national prominence, a national spotlight. I know last last year I think we got, we got one on a Friday night. It might have been the year before, but it didn't get that national coverage. Right. And... I think because we just keep delivering good games of footy um, and it's all about resilience. If you just keep asking, you're a mm. chance. So uh, we pushed and pushed and pushed and I, and I thought maybe when it got to the broadcasters that Thursday night wouldn't hang on. But, gee, I'm glad it did and uh, it'll be massive for the state and I can't wait to see us on a national stage. Good news. Tim, the club was disadvantaged. They missed out on finals because of a goal umpiring error. Roach and I are in the same boat here. I don't think that that should... Uh associate itself with getting a more favourable draw. We're getting a lot of texts here. This one says, regarding Crows getting a favourable draw next season because of the umpiring controversy. I'm a Crows fan, but isn't it a bit odd that we have a competition that would just go ahead and favour a certain team when it comes to the draw? So now the other teams in the AFL have to pay a tax on the goal umpire's mistake. How much of your draw was influenced by that game against Sydney? I think a lot of a lot of factors go into building a fixture, and what I'd like to—I don't want to look backwards anymore. Twenty, the round twenty-three um, goal umpiring blunder uh, made us frustrated, disappointed, and we met with the AFL at the time. But this is twenty twenty-four. We're looking at our fixture for twenty twenty-four. Like I said off the top, we think we play a great style of footy. It's attacking. We've got some young kids mm. that uh, deserve the centre stage. Um, so we're looking forwards, not backwards. So for supporter bases, though, from all clubs, not just the Adelaide Crows, did was there an agreement that you'd get a better draw because of that error? There was there was no agreement. There was no agreement. We've, we, we expressed our disappointment at the time. Uh, we went in and meet, met with the AFL. Um, but this, this fixture is... You, you can ask the AFL specifically about how, how this fixture's been built. But I, I like to look on that we played really good footy in 2023. Yep. 
we des- we deserve a better a better fixture, and I think we've been duly rewarded for that. Tim, we know the fixture is a weird little production. It can mm. be commercially great, and you've got some great time slots where you can build some commercial advantages. And then it can be football challenging or football great for you as well. It's rare that they can be both. How do you feel about it commercially and football-wise, the two separate themes that you get with a fixture? I don't like to use the word commercial. I, I like to, you know, in basic sort of reference, it's, it's about... Members and fans, how can we get more people to the footy? What are the attractive time slots mm. to get more of our supporters a chance to get to the footy? So uh, we've, we've pushed that with the AFL, like I said. So we've got great night fixtures, and we think we're going to be able to deliver big crowds that will support uh, support the club, potentially financially moving forward. So that's a, that's a big tick. And then in terms of the f- football side, which is hard, like there's, there can be a challenging... Mm. It's challenged to balance both. But in terms of footy, like if I speak to, I spoke to our coach today, speak to our high performance staff about the fixture, we want to play in these big games. We we want to play finals mm. footy. We need to put ourselves under that sort of pressure in that sort of spotlight, and it's great for our kids. I think um, because we're so playing in so many mm. um, big time slots, I think um, the the hairdressers of Adelaide with our young players, they'll be busy on the on the nights before because mm. they're going to be in prime time slots getting themselves ready to get out there and play play good footy on a big stage. So we need to embrace the pressure of playing in these big games. Explain one thing to us, Tim. We, we, we know that every year there's one weekend when there's no AFL in Adelaide. But why did it become the very last weekend in this fixture? We've never had that before where we've had the end of the season, it's not Port or Adelaide playing a season closer for the home and away season at Adelaide Oval. I didn't pick that up. I knew we weren't. Um, I wasn't aware aware that Port wasn't. Um, That is a good question. That is a bit of a mystery to me. You might have to ask the AFL about that. I'm sure Adelaide Oval would be available. I'm not... I can't answer that, unfortunately. Yeah, Reese has got this sinister theory that there's something uh, going to happen that weekend at Adelaide Oval. We'll ask Matthew Richardson the same question. He's on in about five minutes' time. Um, we talk about the start of the year. You're playing away. It, it doesn't alternate each year, does it? Um, look, sometimes there can be an in-principle arrangement, but it, it does depend on your fixture request and timing and there's Anzac Day, Easter weekend, Mother's Day. So there's there's everything in this melting pot. There's a, there's a bit of a principle, but then because of the timing of Easter, etc., it always changes. So uh, there's no official agreement. Now, whether you had the AFL in a vulnerable position or you had a bit of leverage or not, we won't go down that track. Is there anything that you really wanted that you didn't get? Or is there something that you would like in the future? Um, not necessarily. We, we're really we're really happy with our fixture. Um, we're we're ecstatic. We we pushed for. We, we think that as a footy club, we played our fair share of the the regional tour. Mm. I will say um, that the the grounds off Broadway. So we we one of our priority requests was to not play as many. So we, we're only playing the one, which which is at Belree versus the Kangaroos. So we, we feel like um, that's been responded to by the AFL. And in terms of the, I keep talking about the Thursday and Friday nights. Over over the last three years, we've only played four games on a Thursday and Friday, in the, and in the, our first fourteen games, we've played six. So we we can, um, yeah, we're we're very happy with the fixture. Tim, we brought up on the show the comparison of what Port Adelaide went through this year with the Ken Inkley question. You got Matthew Nix out of contract at the end of next season, and clear that you're convinced he's the right man for the job. Would you want to 
look at that off-season so you can just get through 2024 without that question coming up week after week or month after month? Or could you announce it tonight? Yeah, do us it a, now. Give us a do scoop. Do it now. I, I did w- watch that a little bit from afar, but <laughs> you don't want to be pressured by necessarily the media narrative. But w- w- what I can say about Nicky is that he's done a terrific job for his um, three years with me, four, four years in total. He's got the respect of our playing group. Uh, he's got a good group of... Uh, he's building a good culture and got good assistance around him. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing a really good job. We, we haven't put a timeline on a on a contract extension. It's something that we, we'd, we'd pick up in the future. As a CEO, when would you like it done, though? <laughs> when would I like it done? Yeah. I don't want to put... Yeah, as a CEO, you don't put pressure on yourself. That's one of the rules of being the boss. So I don't want to put a timeline on it. But he's, like I said before, he's he's doing a terrific job and we're in no rush. Talking timelines, how's Thevenin looking? Thevy. Mm. Uh, it's been a big big process. It has been a big process. We've, we've had some state government support over the last couple of months, which has been terrific. Um, $15 million plus $10 million a of other support. Um, we're actually in public consultation as we speak. It feels like we've done a lot of this public consultation, but it, it's our last round. Uh, that public consultation finishes on December 7, and December 19 is uh, the last council meeting, which potentially would agree on our lease uh, moving forward at Thebiton. How much has the uh, tree huggers cost you? I say that uh, in jest, uh, don't uh, ring, uh, but uh, uh, I mean, with the delays and this dragging uh, out, the building costs, how much more has it gone uh, out? Look, we, we're pretty focused on still delivering uh, the best uh, facility in the country. So we haven't really slowed in terms of our design development. Uh, there's been a, a lot of hurdles through this, but um, you know our design team has been on this. So we're still aiming to commence build around June of next year. So uh, our timelines haven't really blown out. Okay, Tim, a club president spoke on your club's behalf last week saying that Adelaide is on board for a national reserves competition. Do you want to add... Your view on this? Which president? Sorry, David Koch said you're on board, <laughs> so we thought we'd better ask yeah, you: Koshy, Are you on board? Yeah. Uh, Koshy, oh, not on our behalf. He's speaking on our behalf. Yes, there he is. Go. Yes, um, he is. <laughs> uh, look, from from our end, we, we, we we're born out of the sample, so we have a great respect for the sample and its competition. However, as a footy club, we're always looking for the best ways to develop our talent. Uh, what are the best pathways? What, what is the best competition for us to be in? So we'll continue to investigate that and explore that. And But for next season, uh, mm. you know, we're, yep. no doubt we're in for the sample. Well, you're not going to stand out alone. If everyone else is going there, you'll go as well. Uh, we, we can let Port lead the way. All right. I'll appreciate that. Tim, <laughs> Thanks, Tim. really appreciate your time today. Just out of 10, uh, how do you rate your, the, the fixturing for the club? Uh, look, uh, that's a good question. I will say a nine. You're never completely satisfied. Uh, we do have a Mother's Day clash at, at home. But, uh, look, uh, we got basically everything we asked for. It, it's great for our members and fans. We think we're going to be able to have terrific crowds at Adelaide Oval and we uh, appeal to all our supporters to sign up for a member in 2024. Beautifully done, Timmy. We wish you all the best for Christmas as well. We'll chat to you next year. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support during the year. Tim Tim. Silver's the CEO of the Adelaide Crows.